Hey, we're Dan and Danielle McCauley, and welcome to your new favorite marriage encouragement podcast, Married Up. A moment of truth to keep your marriage moving in the right direction. Sponsored by A Better Us. Welcome to the Married Up Podcast. You are here with Dan and Danielle McCauley. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's so gorgeous out our windows today. Aren't gorgeous. It? Williamsville, New York is sunny. The birds are chirping. It's awesome. Except our neighbors, I'm going to say, they have a lot of nerve. Some of them are like cleaning up their cars, the interior. They're making noises. And we're like... Well, it's, I'm not sure if that's what's happening, but it sounds like it. There's something it going like. on out there. And I hope you guys can't hear. I hope it doesn't come through, but I'm like, the, the, nerve. the nerve. The nerve. Don't they realize we're trying to record a podcast here? Clearly they do not. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's move on. Um, but before we do, before we get into this, I have a question for you, hun. For me? Yes. And actually okay. for everyone else out there listening. So here it is. If you knew that you had a 99% chance of winning the lottery, would you buy the ticket? It's <laughs> not uh, well, a trick question. What, yeah, well, what, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I only, I only pause because I've never bought a lottery ticket in my life. Okay, yes, I'm and not I, endorsing I, I that, gambling but. here. On it's not a wise choice to do that. But actually, in this case, it wouldn't be a gamble. I feel like it would yes, be a wise I, investment. Sure, if you knew 99.9 percent chance. Like, was that that we said ninety nine point nine or ninety nine ninety nine percent chance? Yes. That would you do you it? Would win? Then yes. Okay. And you would thank me for it. Oh yes, I probably i'd I'd be going to the spa like tomorrow, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> for a whole week. See you later. Um, anyway, okay. Did you know that that is actually the exact same odds your marriage has of succeeding when you pray together? So you can virtually divorce-proof your marriage by praying together. By praying. That's right. That does it. It does the trick. Hmm. So MC Hammer was right. We've got to pray just to make it today. <laughs> I knew our topic. I was worried that you might come up with some uh, kind of there's, thing. There is a select he age group of people that might listen to this that might recognize that reference. You just couldn't help yourself. I dated myself horribly. Thankfully, you didn't actually wrap it or whatever. Uh, I kind of did. Okay. Well, that's, that's wrapping for me. That's as good as it attempt. gets. Anyway. Anyways, So we back digress. to prayer. Back to prayer. Let's focus here. Um, so yeah, 99% chance. Right. Of your marriage thriving, not just surviving, but thriving when you pray together. Now, I know that there's been throughout the years a lot of um, marriage statistics, like, you know, as far as divorce goes and all that. And some, I mean, I don't know exactly what the current things are, but I've seen some reports that say, you know, Christian marriages aren't doing much better than. Yes, that report actually was out for okay. a while, but it's been corrected and and actually Christian marriages do much better. The newest the newer one shows that Christian marriage. And and here's the trick and I think this is where you're going with it is that there's Christian and then there's Christian. Uh, there, you can't see me air quoting here, but there's like, yes, we're a Christian marriage. We consider ourselves Christian. We go to church, you know, a couple of times a year. Right. And then there's 
we are actively praying. So, so yes, there's a together. There's a big difference between a Christian marriage and a regular praying marriage. You know, you right. just because you go to church, it's not going to divorce proof your marriage, or no, um, you're not going to win the the marriage lottery because no, it's that, like that'd be like saying, uh, listen, I I went to the convenience store and looked at the lottery tickets every day. And, and, and then the, I didn't win the lottery. I don't understand it. That doesn't make any sense. You got to buy the ticket. Exactly. So you have to make the transaction. You actually have to do something about it. Right. Uh, here's the thing with Christianity and with prayer and praying in your marriage. You can't do a half job and expect a whole result. It's the same with everything in Christendom. I, I think specifically in Western Christianity, there is... Uh, there's a laziness involved, or there is a Christianity mm-hmm. by identity. My family yeah, was sure. Christian. I grew up in church. I we go to church a couple of times a year. We I even go to church every week. We say grace, you know, right. we before our meals. We say uh, some kind of form of bedtime prayer. So like a Christian culture. You're yes, saying that, but it's, it's Christian not actually culture. infiltrating your heart and your life. And right, what and, you do, and that's where the difference is. And we can't do a half version of Christianity and expect a whole result. Or we can't say, I said a couple of prayers once and I and it didn't work for me. That's what happens right. in, to my to my mind in, in Western Christianity a lot is that we do kind of uh, a half job and we get a half result and we say, well, I tried that and it didn't work. Sure. Yeah. And so that that's a problem. Um, one of the simplest and most profound things you can do for your spouse is to pray for them. To mm-hmm. actually pray for them. And so that fleshes out in two ways. It could be you uh, praying on your own for your spouse in your own personal prayer time. Mm-hmm. That's a, a great thing, uh, obviously. And then there's, and this is what we're really talking about, and I, I believe what that study is talking about that came to the 99% uh, conclusion mm-hmm. is praying together actually praying together. So it's taking that personal relationship that you have and that personal relationship that I have, Mm -hmm. both with the Lord and actually formally uh, joining it together and praying together. And this has been something that we've been growing and doing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we would be the first to say, hey, we're not perfect in this. We go through seasons. No, we have not always done this. Ups and downs and, uh, you know, oh, we're we're busy, we're not in the routine of it, or we've just forgotten we've had, you know, there's definite seasons where we've been a little bit more lax, and but it truly is when we are in sync, when we make a point of especially starting the day out, not waiting uh, till the end of the day, like let's start our day uh, uniting in prayer. Uh, you know, it's really hard to not like someone that you're praying for. <laughs> God just turns uh, your heart towards them. So, well, you can start off not liking the person, but yes, God will change. Yeah, because like, for instance, we're told to pray for our enemies yes. in the Bible. Now, hopefully, your spouse isn't your enemy, but what's the point of that? It eventually it turns your heart towards them. Exactly, and you know, Philippians four uh, six and seven says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God." Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another, so that you may be healed. So whatever is going on in your life, whatever uh, is broken in your marriage, in in your world, the first thing that we should definitely do is pray. And it, it, it kind of 
all throughout that verse talks about different ways that we should pray, making your requests known to God and confessing your sins towards each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it's an unveiling. It's um, come, it, it brings you together as a team. Yes. Uh, and I was going to say in, in James 5, 16, it says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other mm-hmm. so that you might be healed. And then it says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. But wait, w- one second. I looked up that verse knowing thinking of the part that says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the first half of that verse and I was like, oh, we never quote that part. No one ever quotes that part. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. And that's... That's the first step. And well, that's... That's the half part. Remember, I was saying like we do a half right. result, and we or a half effort, or a half the job, and we expect a whole result. Um, we we got to do the whole thing. And and here's the thing about praying together is like you said, sometimes we're up, sometimes we're down. Um, we haven't always done it. This is the beauty of being together in a team. Ecclesiastes four ten says that if one falls down, the other can help them. Right. So that I there are days when you feel like praying and I don't. And there's days like I feel like praying and you don't. Right. There's days when you're on a spiritual high and I'm like floundering mm-hmm. and and reverse as well. And so uh, one of us will often will come to the other and say, do you want to pray? And the other one is almost like begrudgingly some days like, <laughs> yeah. yes, okay. Or or we know we, we're in a habit of praying. Maybe we go on a walk. That's been a time, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the winter we go to the Y and we walk around the track. Yep. And when one of us is spiritually low and the other is higher, it's often, we'll often say, how about you start today? You start. You yep. start. <laughs> that's, a, that's a common phrase. You start because you're the one that initiated it. You're clearly having a better day than me. You're clearly more in that time frame or heart frame, mm-hmm. uh, that frame of reference than me, than you start. Yeah. But that's that iron sharpening iron that's thing, iron which, sharpening iron. which we the... do talk about is helping each other and, and sharpening each other. So now let's take this a step further because we've talked about how we can help each other, that the two are good. But there's a verse in scripture that says, a cord of three strands is not easily broken. And what that verse is talking about is the two strands are you and me, are you and your spouse who are listening. And then when we add God into our marriage, into our relationship, that is the third strand. And it is not easily broken when there's three of us in this marriage. And really, when we pray, um, we're inviting God into our marriage. We're inviting Him to speak to us, um, to show us and lead us where we should go. It's saying, recognizing, hey, we cannot do this on mm-hmm. our own, just the two of us. We need you, God. Maybe when I'm praying for you, it's, uh, God, show me how you see Dan, how you know how you want me to respond to him. It's just inviting him into our world to, to lead us in the right direction. Yep. James 4.10 says, humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. It's in those low moments, even when you don't feel like praying, it's even admitting that. That can be part of your prayer right there. Prayer mm-hmm. prayer isn't really that mysterious. It's really just talking like we're talking right now. Yeah. It's just talking to God like He's walking with you. We've been loving watching The Chosen and seeing yes. the way the disciples interact with Jesus. And it's really just that simple. You're interacting with Jesus like they interact with Him, like they're walking on a path to the next town that they're going to. It can really be that simple. And it might be something as simple is saying, uh, help me, because I'm really not feeling it this way. I don't even really feel like praying. Uh, I'm struggling. I don't even like my spouse today <laughs> or whatever. The, uh, you know, help help me. Help yeah. me in these things. It's, it's that kind of humility that the Lord says, 
says, okay, here's something I can mm-hmm. work with. That's and he he meets us in that moment and he lifts us up. You might say, listen, I, I don't really know how to pray. Pray prayer isn't my thing. Listen, we grow by doing it. There's mm-hmm. no one with a scorecard. God is not evaluating your prayer no, like Simon Cowell saying, making sure well, that was a pretty not... good one today. You need to get a few more of these and thousand yeah, there. Yeah, he's not and... uh, checking your grammar and your <laughs> no, no. It's a heart expression, yes. and you will grow in it as you learn to do it and as you stretch yourself to do it. And uh, if if you're struggling with even knowing how to pray, here's a suggestion: if you Google. Scripture verses to pray over your marriage. I did it just before we yeah. did this, and look, and there are all kinds of scriptures that you can pray uh, over your marriage. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, Psalms one twenty two verse seven says, "May there be peace within your walls." That's one of the verses I found. That's a great thing to pray over your home. Yeah. Uh, Proverbs four twenty three says, "Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it." Lord, mm. protect our hearts. Prote- protect my spouse's heart. Protect my heart. You know those kinds of things. Uh, Ephesians five. 521 says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Lord, help me to submit to my spouse and 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 mm-hmm. love them. Uh, and uh, and that's a mutual thing. We both do that. Yeah. Um, I would also say, we have some great friends, uh, Darlene Schacht and her husband, Michael. Yes. They have at mar- uh, marriageprayers.today. Mm-hmm. They have a podcast and and a website there. Yes, she's awesome. The yeah. Time Warp Wife. That talk about, about exactly that, helping you pray in your marriage and grow in that. And, uh, and these are, these are great things, little, little baby steps that you can take. If it's new to you, when things are new to you and spiritual things, you don't have to come out swinging for the fences and expect to be a home run hitter that you're going to pray this awesome prayer right. that sounds like an evangelist yeah. <laughs> on your first day. It's baby steps. Right. It's praying together might be as simple as holding hands before you go to sleep and uh, it might be a couple sentences but start with the baby steps and you'll grow in it mm-hmm. it can really be that simple yeah someone recently was asking us you know about prayer how do you pray and mm-hmm. you were kind of echoing those same thoughts of like it's just inviting Jesus along when we're on our walk together just hey there's a third person here with us and we want to hear from you but let me just reiterate one more time one of the most profound things that we can do to love our spouse is to pray for them. And I just want to toss one quick book out there by Stormy O'Mardian. Uh, it's called The Power of a Praying Wife. And since then, she's- And there's The Power of a Praying yes, Husband. that's too. what I was going to say. And I mean, parent, lots of different things. But that is just such a great tool to learn how to pray for each other. But um, if you're out there today and you haven't uh, been in the rhythm of doing this, I would just suggest, hey- Baby today. steps. Today. Just, Start today. Just some baby steps. That's all it takes. Yeah. Just a, a, even a couple sentences together, hold hands, pray together, and you will revolutionize your marriage. You'll virtually divorce-proof your marriage. That's right. By praying together. And it's you and me, babe, whatever comes, knowing bigger hands are holding Have you checked out the marriage-building TV show, A Better Us, yet? We're so excited to be a part of the show, offering Hope for Marriages every week on national television in Canada and on YouTube in the U.S. Hosted by Ron and Ann Maines and often featuring yours truly, we have expert guests on every show, like Dr. Gary Chapman, Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott, or Bill and Pam Farrell, offering great practical teaching. Right. And then we talk about our own experiences around the kitchen with other couples. It's a lot of fun. And we think you'll love it. 
Check it out on abetterus.tv or search A Better Us on YouTube now. And follow A Better Us on Facebook and Instagram for daily marriage memes and tips. For more information about our ministry, check out marriedup.net.